Ladies and gentlemen, we are back on the Funkaholics podcast, and I have a familiar voice that has been brought back. We got a lot of great remarks about her. They loved her voice. They loved everything that she was talking about. So we are bringing her back. But before I introduce her, we're going to introduce the Funkaholics podcast that is starting right now. You are now listening to the Funkaholics Podcast. I say it all the time, but I love that introduction because it's got my Brad on there. So, Lori! Hi! (laughs) She's back! Back for seconds. Somebody got that itch and they don't know how to scratch it, but other than be on the podcast. (laughs) Oh, I'm not that much of a ham. Oh my God. It is so good to have you back. We love that voice. And there's a lot of things that we got to cover. So before we jump into any of it, let's see how much you remember, Lori, but I am going to cheers to you. Right. See, I got it right here. There we go. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers to another great episode. Lori, tell the listeners what you're drinking. Is it another iced tea or a fancy iced tea? No, it's just regular unsweetened tea. It's really boring, but it's refreshing and it's summertime. So There you go. (laughs) One of the good things that you need to for podcasting, because let me tell you, all this talking that we do, the throat gets a little parched. You got to got to keep it wet <laughs> yeah there were a couple of times last time when you were trying to talk to me and i was just got done drinking i was like oh god hurry swallow faster <laughs> <laughs> too much dead noise yeah. or whatever <laughs> dead air <laughs> dead air yeah that's the one. <laughs> oh man we um yeah there's a I used to you know there was a time like when we first started out with a the podcast there was we had dead air and it used to drive me insane and I used to go in there and do like so much editing and just cut all that out and you know so it would just flow faster but before I knew it the podcast was like a 45 minute to almost an hour recording by the time I cleared out all the dead air like I literally took 10 to 15 minutes off of the podcast so little fun fact on the editing for podcasting but right now we go live and unedited and let me tell you when you're listening to it the flow goes extremely well so we're good (laughs) goodness (laughs) (laughs) so laurie i did not forget from the last episode that i did with you but you've got a story that you got to tell about us on eight nine thirteen fifteen proms that you went to all in one night Okay, so first off, <laughs> I have two things I have to clarify. Uh-oh. One, one, it was seven. I It's been a long time since I went to a prom, but I said nine, and then I went back, and it drove me crazy. I was like, was it, was it really nine? And I sat there, and I had to remember all the names, and it was seven. So I'm sorry that I had the wrong number. And the other thing was, is when I said I left home with my fiance, that was the first one. I'm on like a different number now. So (laughs) 
because when he listened to the podcast, he goes, they're going to think that was me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, I didn't clarify which one. So, yeah, it's a different fiance. So those are the two things I had to clean up a little. So there. Okay. I so got, we got that squared away. The air is cleared. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, how does one go to seven proms? Okay, so I guess it's kind of a long story, but I'll try to make it short. Um, so my <laughs> my stepfather was the general manager. You still there, Lori? Okay. Oh, okay. So Lori, you were you you were telling us. How one can do seven proms, and you were telling us that your dad was. Yes, my stepfather, he was the regional manager over this uh, string of chain of um, movie theaters in rural Alabama. And I would work the concession stand sometimes with my best friend, and we would, you know schedule it when we wanted to work and we would always work together but anyway um i would meet boys from all these different schools around my area and then i would you know they would ask me out and i'd go on dates and a lot of times i would make my best friend go with me because i was like you know these boys i don't know whatever so they would come to pick me up and my best friend would be with me but then i digress anyway so i would meet all these different guys and they would ask me to their proms and that's it. And then of course I went to my junior and senior prom too. So there was really only five other proms that I went to Very and, cool. and, and, and mine. <laughs> <laughs> Any one of them that stood out that was the best or. Well, there was one that was the worst. This guy kept sweating the whole prom. <laughs> I mean, and I was worried. I was like, why is he so nervous? Is he going to kidnap me and kill me in the woods or something? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Even in his car with the air conditioning on, we were driving there. He was sweating, and I was oh like, my "What God. is going on? Why are you so nervous?" Or what's I don't know. You know. And now I think back. Well, maybe he just had a problem with his sweat glands or something. Maybe I was just being too harsh. I don't know. But yeah, that was different. <laughs> and <laughs> and then there was the one who didn't want to dance, and that was boring. So I was like, "Okay, so why are we at this prom?" <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. That was weird. A problem with no my, dancing? Ugh. <laughs> but you know what was funny is my mother had this thing. She goes, okay, you can go to these proms, but I will only buy you one prom dress a year. Because <laughs> I started going to proms when I was 15. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I would get a, she was, that was the limit. One prom dress a year. So I, if I went to more than one prom with, you know, different schools, I had to wear that same dress, so I have pictures of me with a different guy in the same dress. <laughs> oh, man, that is too funny. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, but I, just... I need to interject something here. They were all platonics for anybody out there wondering, okay, I was a good girl there so i had to say that <laughs> she was very behaved everybody <laughs> so was. just calm down yeah <laughs> damn keyboard warriors <laughs> no hoe for show 
Oh my god. You know, and it's funny that you know we have to say things like this over the air and stuff like that. And I mean it's funny. Like when I when I say about these keyboard warriors, like literally I mean keyboard warriors, you know what I mean? They talk so brave behind a keyboard and a and a and a screen, but um I almost let one like get at me on one of our YouTube uh one of our YouTube videos. But this chick is a psycho um and and i say it in confidence because she made a comment about my dog that did not go very well with me so i decided you know what i'm gonna go ahead and fire back and apparently she posts videos with uh her own blood and what? yeah and she does paintings so the i'll just say it, the asshole that i am um I went out there and made some comments telling her to prove it because I have maroon paint that looks exactly like what she was painting on her thing. You know what I mean? So I just got I got caught up in a little bit of I just saw red, Lori, <laughs> the moment Literally. that I yeah, the moment that I saw, you know, I saw the comment that she had made on on our YouTube channel. Um, needless to say, there was a bunch of other people that, you know, uh, had saw the comment, responded back to her. And a lot of them were like, you're complaining about a dog walking through a store, but yet they sell dog food. These, you don't know what these animals do for people when they take care of them. Um, you know, you talk about people having allergens and things like this. Cause she just made like a real snarky comment about, uh, about mercy being in a target store um but i felt better afterwards because you know the funkaholics fans were there and they attacked right back and you know basically put her in her place but you know like i said i just uh i went to her youtube channel and you know just made a few comments nothing nasty but you know i just basically called her out on her shit because she's over there saying that she's making oh might i add in the video you can tell she's tracing but you know she says this is her artwork and her blood and all that so i got a, a little bit of my dark side came out and i basically told her well if you're gonna if you're gonna say that this is your blood next time prove it but don't cut horizontal cut vertical and i just left it at that <laughs> yeah Got a little, got a little heated, but you know, don't talk about my dog. <laughs> you know Ooh, what I mean? That's yeah. a, that's a touchy subject. You can say all the shit that you want about me or, you know what I mean? But yeah, don't, don't touch my dog. So that was, that was one of those little things out there. And sorry, I, I didn't mean to uh, change the topic a little bit there, but it just kind of brought oh, no, me. The topic needed changing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Speak, you know, since we're on the subject, Lori, do you ever run into anything like that? Because, you know, you've you've got a lot of social media going on. No, I mean, the, it was oh, very different on Facebook. And it was a whole different kind of <laughs> vibe. But I don't like Facebook. And I, I have a Facebook account, but I don't go on there. It's, it's really a hateful place. And that's why I like Instagram, because... To me, it feels like I'm sure there's other um, genres of, of photography or groups that are out there that probably have more issues. But I find that the toy community is just really supportive and nice. And um, I, I, <laughs> I feel like it's pretty much a safe place. 
I haven't had too much. You know, every now and then you get those weird DMs, but they're usually from someone you don't know, and you can just delete or block or whatever. So, but not too often, just every now and then. Yeah, the one that I see the most on the Funkaholics page for Instagram is just like a bunch of people like promoted on this, promoted on that, and I just go in there and delete them. Like, don't just go away. <laughs> I, I think sometimes um, they, well, you know, I've had this problem before where they think I'm a guy because, you know, toy photography is sort of. Uh, it's kind of a guy thing, I guess. And is so, it, though? Because there's a <laughs> lot of you females out there that are doing some amazing work. And like I said, <laughs> you guys just got this thing for colors that just stick out. And I'm just sitting there all frustrated. I'm, like, sitting here with all my dark, morbid colors. And I'm like, why can't I make no. this look like Pops in the Wild? <laughs> oh, there's, there's, a, there's a place for every type of, you know, toy photography. And it's it's that's why I think what makes it more interesting because everybody brings their own ideas to it so you hush i saw your <laughs> pictures lately and i thought wow look he's really stepping it up oh i'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to bring it in so it's funny um not trying to brag or anything but i thought it was hilarious so i post on tiktok as well and i posted this one of um uh, who was it oh michael myers and i shit you not Lori, it got over 25,000 views, but I only got like 100 likes. <laughs> so I was like, here we go with those alg algorithm theories and you know what I mean? Like all, all that craziness. But um, one of my friends had pointed out to me, they're like, dude, did you see how many views the freaking your, that, that post got? And I was like, no. So I went on there because I don't, I turn off my notifications because I don't want to get, I used to get swarmed into the, you know, like, oh, God, like, I, you know, just give me some likes, you know, or give me some follows or, you know, do this, do that, you know, and it just, um, it started ruining social media for me. You know what I mean? Like, it, I was literally having to take, like, so many mental breaks. Now that I turned off my notifications and stuff and I just go in every now and then, Instagram is the one that I pretty much, I'm in there daily. But that one's, it's soft social media, if you want to call it that. Um but um the uh the other stuff like i said you know facebook is another one i stay completely away from i have an active account because i run a group in there but i yeah it, facebook is just for a whole new or, or a whole different type of animal that i just don't care for and i, I you know i just don't want to pay attention to so that one's pretty much com almost like completely turned off i look at it maybe once a week but um yeah, like some of the some of the other ones, it's just uh, you know, like I said, I just I turn off the notifications just for you know just for my mental health. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like anybody can ha who can have more than two or active social media accounts. I don't even know how you do it because I can't even handle my my one on Instagram because I feel like I miss messages sometimes because I don't. I don't post every day. I like to take days off from it and just, you know, enjoy a night out or, yeah, that's a new thing again, but <laughs> things like that. Um, but I don't post all the time. But some people will be on, you know, multiple so social media um, pages and they'll be able to keep up with all of it every day. And I'm like, wow, that would be so overwhelming for me. <laughs> I couldn't do that. Oh, I know. It's... um. 
Yeah, there was a there was a point where I was just sitting there and I was just like, oh my god, this is like way too much on what's going on here. But um, speaking of toy photography, <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a very cool photo that you recently released, and it's uh, I'm gonna read what you put here. Life drawing time with Felix and the guy from Operation Game. Why did Funko give Operation Man such a robust rump? <laughs> what is going on here, Lori? <laughs> Where did this idea come from? <laughs> oh, well, if you, were to, if you were to actually delve in deeper, there's been a few of those Felix pictures. That's Felix from Orphan Black. And I, will, I don't think I'll ever be able to photograph that particular <laughs> pop from the front because how do you – I mean, he's got that little butt. It's like <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> so I've had him um, painting different things before, and I just I really like that pop. And then I I had ordered the operation guy because I was like, oh, he's kind of fun, and I think he was really cheap on Amazon one day. I think seven bucks or something. So I was like, oh, I'll just have that. And he came in, and I his box was really messed up, and I was like, oh, the heck with this. I threw his box out, and I was like, whoa, look at the butt on this guy. And then immediately. <laughs> I was like, I know what I'm going to do with this pop. I'm going to take a picture of him with Felix. So that's how that happened. (laughs) (laughs) I was scrolling through and I just stopped and I'm like, okay, what's going on here? I thought it was hilarious, though. All the comments you were getting were so much fun. And then I had to throw my two cents in there. But it was great. I loved it. Such a great photo. (laughs) It's just a fun one. I think sometimes um, I've noticed that some people get really, really serious about their photography um, with the toys. And yeah, I mean, some people are on these levels that I I understand, but I just, for me and what I do, I just sometimes want to just put something up there that I thought was fun and maybe somebody will laugh at it. And that's what that was. That was just for fun photo. (laughs) No, it was really great. I loved it. I was just like, oh my god. I was like, this is going up in my stories and we're gonna and I'm and I'm gonna make a comment because I I just could not stop laughing. But I mean it was so great. Such a beautiful photo. And then like I said, you know, you got the comedy out of it too, so you nailed it. Well thanks. <laughs> how's um how's everything else been going? Like how are things going with TR4K and any news or anything like that coming up? Um, TR4K is great. They're still, you know, going through. And those guys, they get, and girls, they get chosen all the time for different things that I don't even, I mean, you know, they get featured for, from the toy manufacturers. I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's pretty amazing, isn't it? But um, for me, you know, I, I do, um a lot of Funko. So uh, the thing is, I love the Funko community, the people in that particular community. I mean, the, the entire toy community is great, but I started out as my fiance will tell you, if you were to ask him, Funko is a gateway drug. So, <laughs> it literally is. <laughs> it really is. But the thing is, I love my little gateway drug because it's the, the community. There's, 
everybody's really supportive throughout all of it. But in the Funko realm, they're just, I don't know, they're just extra sweet. They're just really, really supportive and kind. I think when you get to the other toys, sometimes I think it's a little bit more, um, I, I don't even know what the word would be because the word I'm about to throw out there is a little bit more harsh, but it's more competitive, sort of more doggy dog, like, oh, this, you know, and, and rightfully so, you've got figures that you can actually pose and <laughs> are, are really articulated and are, you know, more to scale as a human body instead of a Funko Pop. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I do enjoy both. It's fun um, dipping my toes in and playing with the other figures, but I don't know. I can't, I'm just addicted to these stupid Pops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, aren't we all? I'm still trying to get away from that. But there is one that I wanted to bring up, and that sound is for the uh dr ian malcolm that got featured right yes it did that was like the biggest surprise i never in my life thought i would make the top five for toy fit community i was like what me <laughs> i've been nominated before a few times but i have never even come close to the top five so i wow it's <laughs> like um that's something for me. I mean, some people, maybe that's nothing. But for me, that was really big. So I was, that I was, was really happy. That was really cool. I had seen it, and I was I was super excited for you. It was like, hey, she's been on the podcast. So there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See what happens when you play with your toys. <laughs> there you go. You get featured, right? I mean, you know, people, like, it's funny because, like, my coworkers have kind of gotten used to me, but like some of them are just kind of like, you do what with your toys? And like one of my coworkers came by and was like, you know, he kind of saw what was going on here and stuff like that. And then when he saw what I was doing, he grew an appreciation for it. And then when I was like kind of showing, like blowing up the photos and kind of like showing them on the TV and stuff, and he was just like, oh, wow. He's like, so this is what you've been doing and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. So it was, um, it's funny because like when people first hear it, they're just like, you do what? And then then they see it and then they're just like, wow, like that's really cool. Or you know what I mean? Like their perspective like totally changes. So always fun, always fun discussion. <laughs> it is. It, well, it can be. Some people still look at you like, are you crazy? <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? To those ones, they're just stuck in their ways. They just don't know how to have fun. That's all. No, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> so speaking of toys, collecting, photography, all that good stuff, have you been spending any of that money recently? Have you been, have you picked up anything or? Huh. Have I? I'm actually not so much because, oh boy, June is the worst month for me because my sister, my my honey, and my best friend, their birthday are all a week and a half apart. And so I'm in the midst of that right now. So I haven't really been buying myself anything. So yeah, I haven't, I mean, maybe I'll pick up a little uh, pop here and there, but nothing, nothing serious. No. Don't have anything exciting to offer to this conversation <laughs> at the moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, so 
I don't know if you've seen, but Mr. Frankenstein that we were drooling over, the NECA figurine, has been dropping at Walmart. Yeah, I have Well, my Walmart's a joke, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we were there just the other day. Uh, what was it? Yeah, Sunday and yesterday. And there was nothing exciting there. But I did pre-order mine, so I'm just waiting for it to ship. Very so. cool. Yeah, see, I pre-ordered mine, too, because I wanted to make sure that I got it, but... I have been on the hunt the last three to four days, and I've been, like, rotating the Walmarts that we have here. We got, like, six or seven Walmarts. I even drove to, like, a little bit outside of uh, where I live in Albuquerque. Uh, I call it Albuquerque. It's actually called Albuquerque. <laughs> um, but I drove a little bit outside. You know, just a little fun trip for me and Mercy to get away. And we... Um, we didn't come across anything. The shelves were stocked, but I have not found Frankie yet. I did find one very cool figurine. I think the character is the worst, but the fig is actually beautiful. And I found Homelander, um, which is a NECA figurine from the, the TV show um, The Boys on Amazon Prime. And Lori, he is such a cool freaking figurine. Like I, when I spotted it, I opened it up. I had like just the way that he looks, the accessories that he comes with and everything. And I mean, he's the worst type of superhero ever, but it's such a great figurine. <laughs> hey, sometimes you've got to do that. Yeah. You got to pick up the ones. I, I was uh, at Target yesterday too, and I saw a really cute, marvel legends and i was like i don't know anything about this character and i had it in my hand and i thought nope birthdays are coming up if it's still here afterwards maybe but you have to behave there's a lot of expenses you need to take care of first <laughs> there's only one down two more to go <laughs> <laughs> which, um, do you remember which one it was so it was um it's a new movie i guess coming out but I can't remember. I don't. I don't know. It was a female character, and legend of something. I don't know. Um, she was in this beautiful red dress. It, it's not like Wandavision or anything. So I'm. I'm not sure what it was. But it wasn't Shang Chi or anything like that. Yeah, maybe okay. that's what it was. I can't remember her name. I just was looking at her dress and her face, and I thought she's so pretty. I would like to take a picture of her. But she had an arrow, I think, in there with her. I think it was an arrow, but I was like, I don't know anything about her, and I don't know if I want to go down the Marvel Legends road. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Pick and choose wisely. I've I had to slow down because I was just like, oh, my, like Marvel is so gigantic, and I've got a problem. Like my same problem, like carried over from collecting Funkos. So I got away from Funkos and I got into the figurines. And it's like the same thing, like you know what I mean, like Marvel. Like I gotta, I gotta stay away from the huge lines. Like I follow Masters of the Universe, GI Joe, Marvel. I love TV shows. I love movies. You know what I mean. So the list just goes on and on and on and on. But um, yeah, I've been, I've been trying to do my best. Like I'll, like literally, I'll be walking around the Target store or Walmart store with a figurine in my hand, and I'm like figuring out ways to talk myself out of it. <laughs> like like some crazy guy. <laughs> no, I do the same thing except for I have Chris with me and I'll be like, "Tell me why I shouldn't get this." And then he'll help me and he'll tell me why I shouldn't get it and then I'll go put it back and I feel better. <laughs> there you go. There you go. See, it's and good to Sometimes 
it doesn't always work though. Sometimes they'll say, "Oh, you shouldn't get it because this and this." And I'm like, "Oh, that's not good enough," and I'll put it in the cart. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "Nice try, but it's not going to work on this one." <laughs> yeah, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't figure that out. Well yeah, well, you, didn't, it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't bring your A game today. <laughs> oh man, I've been. I've been so bad, like, and then, like, my pre-orders are hitting, so, like, my doorbell has been, like, ringing, and, you know, FedEx, UPS, and USPS have all been here, so a bunch of my ringside collectibles have come in. I've got my Ric Flair Ultimate Edition one, which is absolutely beautiful. I can't wait to shoot that one, and then my hangman, Adam Page, just came in today, and... I am super excited to shoot that one. It's a different variation of him. Um, yeah, and then I just got a notification that there's like two more on the way. And I'm just like, ugh, Nando, you've got to chill out for a while, dude. Like, slow your roll. Take a deep breath. You know, let these new figurines or old figurines that you still need to shoot, you know, give them the opportunity. So it's been, um, been kind of hectic lately. <laughs> Yeah, I, these toy companies know that we're hooked, and so they're just, you know, cranking it out, all these wonderful things that tempt us, so I understand. Yeah, it, you you get, you totally get it. It's, it's crazy, Lori. Like, I was literally telling Sal the other day, I'm like, dude, they give us a breather, and then all of a sudden, like, just wham, they just hit us with line after line after line after line, and it's just like, you know, sometimes all credit in the world to these photographers that can keep up with the most rarest stuff or like even the ones that get you know like exclusives and they actually get like the figurine sent to them stuff like that but oh my god just to try and keep up with what's hot or what just recently released uh, it's i feel it's impossible true but i have to say you said sal and when you mentioned sal last time i didn't think it was going to be sal i knew and then Sal reached out to me in a DM and said, oh, I listened to the podcast. And I was like, what? You're the Sal? Yes. <laughs> so, small world. Yeah. So that's funny that your Sal is also the Sal I was thinking of. I thought, nah, it's not the same Sal. <laughs> it <Sal>. is. <laughs> <laughs> he's um. He's he's such a great dude. And like, he's the one that kind of he's the one that got me into uh, toy photography. But, oh, yeah, I remember your story about that. Yeah. yeah, me and him got such a great connection, though. Like, we love wrestling. We love boxing. We love toy photography. Like, there's just so much that me and Sal got going on. So, me and him have do been doing a lot of episodes on the podcast. Yeah, he had said something. He he actually had said that he was, he was going to try to get in this podcast with, or, I mean, you know, try to schedule to be in like all three of us but i don't know <laughs> yeah it um it didn't work out but um we will definitely get one scheduled where we can have the three of us on here <laughs> oh lord <laughs> after after uh the rounds that we did on pod decks i think we're okay on anything right we don't need no Ooh. sensor here <laughs> yeah that's what i'm scared of i think i've got like clammy palms worried about pod decks <laughs> <laughs> we're literally gonna turn you into your prom date <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah right i know starts out with the palm <laughs> 
oh my god that is too funny so there's a couple of stories that we were talking about earlier before we got into the podcast so do you want to bring those stories to life well which one (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to rack my brain now and remember which one it was um oh so we were talking a little bit about my dog and getting, you know, me getting uh, offended and, you know, things like that. But uh, we we're talking about, you know, the appreciation for people that love their dogs so much. You were a. Yes, I was in um, animal rescue, but it was mainly dogs. We we had people who were cat people and other things, but um, I did and I. Everybody has their favorite type of breed, and I like the big dogs. So I would rescue a lot of, like, um, Rotties and Dobermans and Great Danes. And I love coon hounds of all kinds, any kind of hound. <laughs> so I would uh, – this is when I lived in Atlanta, and I had this big backyard, and I would have different pens set up, and we would take the animals because they were kill shelters. So we would go and – I would choose, it was horrible though, because you would choose literally which dogs were going to live and die. So I only did that a couple of times. And then I had one of my girlfriends who was also in it, the one who got me into it. Um, I would have her just pick them out and bring them to me because I couldn't do it. I didn't have the heart for it. I would go home in tears because I couldn't save them all. So uh, she would just go and pull dogs out for me and bring them to me. And then we would clean them up and we had... Uh, veterinarians who would do very low cost uh, spay neuters and shots and you know surgeries and things and then we would take them to the pet smart <laughs> on the weekends and um try to get them good homes yeah so i did that for a few years oh my god Lori, bless <laughs> your beautiful heart i whew, i got kind of a little choked up just hearing all that because i oh my god I love dogs. I've grown up with them since I was a child. And um, there's... I give you all the credit in the world because I cannot I cannot handle that. Um, I want to rescue every animal in the world, every dog. I mean, I would just... Like, my life would be like Caesar Milan if I had the op- opportunity to. You know what I mean? <laughs> Me um, I would just, you know, live on this large acres and there'd just be dogs everywhere, you know, and just happiness all day. But, you know, I know we can't do that. I know that I wanted to get into the rescue. I was actually also going to um do like some type of like aspca police type you know work and my one of my close friends was literally like dude you cannot do that job because if you find somebody that is abusing the animal or something like that i don't think that you're gonna take them to jail like i think that you're gonna take them on the long route and you know, I don't want to be visiting visiting you in a cell, so this is probably not the greatest career idea for you. You know what I mean? And I was just like, "Wow, you know, you're you're right, you're right." You know, so you know, I'll still steer clear of that. But to the people that do animal rescues and things like that, I mean, thank you so much. That is such an amazing thing to do. Um, I 
could not imagine what you're going through. I mean, I lost my, I lost one of my dogs that was, I was, I was extremely close to in 2018 to cancer and just going through all the treatment appointments and stuff like that and seeing the other people that were going through that with their animals, I was completely blown away, but it's just... I could just only imagine that side that you had to see, you know what I mean? Like where you were saying, like we had to pick and choose which ones were going to live. Um, I'm sure there was some satisfaction, like, you know, you get to see this dog, you know, completely in fear. And then all of a sudden its personality comes out and then you have to see it go away, you know, to a loving family. There is some of that, but when you have, there was at one point, and don't judge, at one point I had 60 dogs and puppies at my place. That was the biggest number I ever had. Oh my fosters. God. So jealous. <laughs> it was crazy. No, no, you wouldn't be. It was, it was nerve wracking. Um, and I had to not take anything in for a really long time because I had to move these um, animals and find them good homes because there wasn't any more room. I mean, we had to build other little pens just for these extras, but there were there were some really beautiful animals that um, we knew were very adoptable. And that's the other thing. Sometimes you can't just take out the dogs you want to because they're not adoptable dogs. Like there's certain dogs you know but won't get uh, any kind of love or attention from the people who come to the adoptions. And so it's really hard because sometimes you'll just take one, but you know you're going to have this one for the long haul, and it's going to be a hard sell. And you're going to have to make up a really heart-wrenching story on his little card outside of his cage in order to get it adopted. But um, So it's, it's hard. It's, uh, it was, like I said, it's, it was the most rewarding thing I ever did and the most heartbreaking thing I ever did. And, and to see the abuse or, I, I mean, you don't know what the dog went through, but when you bring the dog home and you spend time with it, you can tell uh, sometimes the dog would be afraid of men. Sometimes the dog would be um, fearful of loud noises. And, you know, sometimes that's just a normal thing, but sometimes it was to the point where they would, you know, piddle. They were so terrified. And usually that's not um, normal. And so you know that they weren't in a, probably a very good home. And um, the way they would, you know, when <laughs> you would bring them home and they would tremble because they didn't know what the circumstances were. It was just, oh. and then there was another, there were a few occasions where, we broke up puppy mills and we would bring these, um, you know, the mature dogs out and they were matted. They had to sit in these cages in their own, you know, uh, waist and they, their hair was matted. They had infections in their eyes from, you know, the, the urine and everything that they, they were sitting in and their nails were growing into their dew claws were growing into their um, uh, pads or part of their uh, little foot and it was horrible you would see terrible conditions when you would do something like that and and break these up and then we would because we had a pretty large network we would distribute them out and that's how I got my great dane is well this it wasn't a puppy mill but this was um, we went to a shelter and somebody had turned in the mother the father and all 12 great dane puppies and so I took the female uh of the litter the baby um 
the puppies, the female puppies. Another um, volunteer took the male puppies, and then the uh, the mom and the dad went to a, a whole different um, person who was fostering them. And and I kept um, there was a blue dame, and she was just <laughs> and she had these gray eyes, and I always wanted a great dane. I just love great danes, and I would foster great danes, but I never did keep one. But Athena stole my heart from the very second and then they all broke with parvo and i we had we had other dogs break with parvo before and we had the where you would step in bleach when you go in out and you take them and you get the banana bags and you try to keep them alive and that was uh you know the ivs Mm -hmm. and they would be on batrol and all these heavy um antibiotics trying to uh (laughs) and we would have to you know give them these shots and injections and and IVs, (laughs) IVs, <laughs> trying to keep them alive because with, I don't know, Parvo, I don't know if everyone knows, but you can, they can't, the food is their enemy. If they eat or drink, it works against them. So you have to do everything intravenously. And um, that was, <sighs> <sighs> the Danes all lived, but we had a litter of, um, they were uh, lab mixes. And this was like the hardest one I had. They, and there was a large amount, and I took the whole litter in, and every one of them died. I'd come home from work, and there'd be one or two puppies dead. And every day I would come home and another puppy dead until all of them died, and it broke my heart. And so when I got the Dane puppies, I thought, oh, my God, the same thing's going to happen. But because Danes are just larger puppies, they all made it, and and it was amazing. I actually had my... <laughs> I actually had my best friend and a, whole, a bunch of other people from her church come over, and we did this prayer circle around the Danes because oh, I was that is just awesome. devastated. And we we had this um, incense from um, a monastery that made incense, and we we just we just held hands because they they know I'm crazy and I'm just so in love with animals. And we all held hands and we prayed over the dogs, and it was crazy. I did everything I could to keep those guys alive because I was like, I can't lose them like I did the. Um, lab mixes and they didn't not a single one died and i just i was so thankful not even the the other um foster who had the male puppies they all lived too but it's sheer luck because they're just born bigger and the bigger they are the better chance they have to survive parvo well i'm kind of a crazy believer you know what i mean and like i said you know when my dog was going through cancer you know i just prayed for just one good day and just you know kept continuing and then you know the these these animals are i call them selfless animals because all they want to do is just make sure that you're extremely happy so the selfish side of me wanted to keep you know my dog around and i would do anything to this day um but she took that choice away from me and i grew an appreciation for her for doing that when i hear the story of you know you saying that you know you gathered a bunch of people together you guys did a circle around them and everything those animals were blessed to have you and for those things that you did you know you may think it's kind of crazy and you can you may say that it's like you know because of the animals and stuff like that but i think it's because of the person in the heart that was being put into it you know so for whatever it's worth Lori, thank you so much i am going to give you the mercy because she loves you too <laughs> And you know what I mean? That's just a beautiful, beautiful story. Thank you so much for sharing that. I absolutely love that. Um, uh, Animals are like, I've got a close knit family. 
um sal you know he he loves his dogs he's i think he's got three of them two of them two or three I think he's got two but um i've got another close friend that's on the podcast jonathan he's got uh two pit bulls that he saved um i actually have two rescues um that stay with my mom and dad we have a chihuahua um which was i kind of get the feeling that he was beaten real bad by a um by a female because he is absolutely terrified of females except for my mom um and then i rescued a catahoula which is absolutely beautiful she's got a leopard print on her and she has blue eyes she's extremely Mm -hmm. rare and my dad loves her to death so um you know and and then angela she's another one that's on the podcast um she's got two dogs of her own she absolutely loves them to death i got a buddy miguel he's got a pit bull that he's absolutely in love with and then i got my buddy jason he has a labrador and oh my god i want to say the other one's a golden retriever but they absolutely love their animals so we're a close-knit family and we love our dogs (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how can you not i can't imagine anybody could look into the the face of a of a dog or i don't know cats i get it but me me and cats we we have an understanding right <laughs> but, but yeah i mean they just have so much love in their eyes and i i mean i think cats are really cute and sweet but i've got some stories about cats so <laughs> <laughs> oh and even even my artist that helps do you know helps do everything with you know the with the, the Funkaholics artwork and everything. She's got Corgi, she's got cats. Um, Alicia, she's such a blast and she loves her animals to death. It's funny she even like will post photos if the if her corgis get in trouble. She literally builds like a like a jail for them and says they're in timeout and you know she has a, she has so much fun with them and it's it's just so cool. Um, (laughs) for the cat community, nothing against them. Um, I just tell them like, Hey, I'll make, I'll, I'll, I'll have some type of middle ground with you guys. I love tigers. So there you go. (laughs) That's about as far as I go. I I don't want, I want, I want a Puma. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I want to be like Mike Tyson and just have my own tiger. But yeah, mercy said no to that. So we have we have mountain lions here, and when we would go on hikes, I'd always be, and the one that's near us. He his name is well, he doesn't have a name. His number is P twenty two, and um, he's alone. He crossed mountains and interstates and all this, and he's like the lone cat on this side of a mountain. He's all alone, and um, I'm always like, ah, oh, I wonder if we're going to hike if we get to see P twenty two. And I say that, but I know if I ever actually saw him, I would probably just you know be petrified and <laughs> screaming do everything wrong and he'd eat me <laughs> oh no that is too funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> right on well all these feel-good stories got me excited and Lori, you probably know where i'm going with this so oh wait that connection gotta go <laughs> Oh, man, the line dropped again. (laughs) Oh, darn it. So, are you ready? Because we've got a little bit of time left, but are you ready for some pod decks? Oh, yeah. Come on, bring it on. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, let me get our background music here. And there we go. Let me just put this on replay real quick. Cool. We are all set. All right, Lori, what do you want to go with first? I'm going to let you choose. Do you want to do Would You Rather or What the Heck? Oh, I think maybe Would You Rather. Ooh. Maybe. I don't know. She's taking it easy. <laughs> <laughs> Ease into this a little bit. <laughs> I'm getting nervous again. <laughs> I revealed way too much inf information last time. <laughs> Hey, trust me, there was things where people came back to me and they're like, seriously? And I'm like, yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, I think uh, the one about my hairy butt was uh, a, yeah, a, a, a fun topic for a lot of people. <laughs> Well, you had to lighten up the, the room there because I, I made it kind of serious. Oh, my God. I was like, I cannot believe I'm going to put this on the air. But here we go. All right, Lori. <laughs> Would you rather, would you rather your voice sound like Elmo or like Kermit the Frog? Aww, they're both so cute. <laughs> um, I don't know. Okay, Elmo. I don't know why. I'll just choose Elmo. You want to go with Elmo? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I think I'd probably want to go with Kermit the Frog because I already kind of feel like my voice is... Elmo like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'll go with the uh, I'll go with Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> we should do. We should get some sort of app where we can sound like that and sing next time. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That'll be one for the podcast. <laughs> okay. Would you rather face a fork in the road or be forced to pick between three doors? Ooh. Oh, I want the three doors because I've seen so many horror movies and, you know, <laughs> I want that. Are we talking about <laughs> it? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, it was. It was. It was. It's terrifying. But can I have someone with me? Do I have to be alone? You're going to have to be alone on this one. Doesn't say uh, that you've got a partner or. Um... Yeah, but it doesn't say I don't. <laughs> well. <laughs> I'm still going with the doors. All you know? right. She's going with the doors. So I think I'm going to go with the doors, too, because I'm a product of um, the price is right. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. You might find a Mercedes behind that door. Exactly. <laughs> or some a boat or some jet skis or, you know, something super cool. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I was one that was always screaming at the front of the TV, just, you know, yelling at which door for them to pick. <laughs> okay. So let's see. Lori, would you rather spend a year living at a nudist <laughs> Okay. Oh, let me read oh this one again. <laughs> uh, would you rather spend a year living at a nudist colony or within the Amish community? <laughs> oh, God. They're both horrible. Are you serious? <laughs> You know the people who are in nudist colonies usually look like people who should not be in nudist colonies. <laughs> right, exactly. And then the Amish people, you know, I we went to Pennsylvania one time and I got 
I was I was a kid and I was so excited because they had these this little store and you can buy these things and and they had these huge 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 like candy bars chocolate bars and I was so excited and I bought one and I got in the car and there was no sugar in it it was just this nasty thing that I wound up throwing away so I think I'd go with the nudist colony even though it would be horrible <laughs> because if I can't have chocolate with sugar in it what's the point in life <laughs> oh my god that is such a interesting answer <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can walk. You can walk around naked with your candy bars, right? There you go. Best of both worlds. <laughs> we hide with some, some leaves and stuff. <laughs> Leaf pasties and things. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. What? So. I'm. Uh, uh, what would it be for me on this one? Technically, I would be covered. You know, well, my butt would be covered. You know, because it's hairy. <laughs> um. I figure you get used to it eventually, right? You think so? I, the, <laughs> I, I mean, the, you know, if I'm walking around the news colony, they're gonna be like, "Oh my god, there goes Sasquatch!" No, just kidding. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't want to sit where other people were. Yeah. Can I have my own cushion, please? <laughs> uh, part of me kind of wants to test out the Amish community. Um, hey, no sugar. Enjoy that. Yeah, that's no oof. podcast for you. Yeah, no podcasting for me, right? I'll, I'll sneak <laughs> off. I'll sneak off, but. Um, I, one of my favorite movies is Kingpin, and there's like a lot of hilarious moments where they're hanging out with the Amish community. So, part of me, you know, would want to just reenact that, and they'll probably look like I'm look at me like I'm crazy. So, they'll probably kick me out of the Amish community, but I would love to give them a run for their money. <laughs> just see, just see what happens. <laughs> Hey, you'll get away with some new skills. You'll learn how to build a barn and a house. Exactly. <laughs> and I mean, you know. You'll become I, a master carpenter. There you go. I do love me some carpentry. So, you there know, you I'll I'll get what I can and then I'll take it to the nudist colony. <laughs> <laughs> some chocolate and some alcoholic beverages. Because I will become an alcoholic at the <laughs> nudist colony. <laughs> Beer goggles 24-7. Please, yes, please, God. <laughs> All right. Lori, would you rather have creamy or chunky peanut butter? Ooh, I love this question. Um, creamy. Okay, so it's because I had braces when I was younger, when I was in high school. And those, those peanuts would get stuck in the bars because I used to be all about the chunky. <laughs> and they would get stuck in the bars. And I, I, I just quit. I quit the chunky peanut butter ever since then. I never went back. I don't understand chunky. I'll be honest with you. I mean, to me, chunky is lazy. It's like they didn't finish the process to getting peanut butter to creamy because it's peanut butter people. So I'm okay. creamy. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll, I'll go one better. I always get the naturals creamy. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. You yeah. know you know what? I like the ones that are actually already mixed. So when you spread it, you've got the peanut butter and the jelly. Really? Now yes. you talk about lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this. You wanna talk lazy over here. <laughs> um have you ever tried a peanut butter sandwich with um 
marshmallow spread. No, but that sounds delectable. Oh my god, you are missing out on heaven right now, Lori. Peanut butter heaven. Oh, well, you know, I do the Elvis one, though. Oh, I do love bananas on there. Uh-huh, oh, it's yeah. It's really good, except for I feel like I have to drink a gallon of milk. It's yeah. Like, so, it's like so <laughs> Air high five to you right there. I know. <laughs> you may not like pineapples on pizza, but you'll go for the bananas on your peanut butter. Oh, my God. You're one of the first ones that ever referenced it like that. Because I always tell people, I'm like, I do Elvis Presley peanut butter sandwiches mm-hmm. and they're looking at me and they're like what, what? and i'm like no oh my god you it's get so good get lost <laughs> so good <laughs> it is amazing but i will challenge you you're gonna have to try this you you absolutely have to try it i always do mine with the creamy peanut butter obviously and then either grape or strawberry jelly whatever i'm feeling like and then the marshmallow spread on there Amazing. Oh, you put the grape jelly and the marshmallows? Amazing. Decadent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we get crazy over here. <laughs> Woo, you guys know how to party. <laughs> you and Mercy. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me tell you, the moment she sees me grab one of those, well, the moment she gr- sees me grab the peanut butter jar, she is, like, right there stuck to me. And she's like, dude... I know you're going to break me off some of that bread. So just, you know, do your, you know, do your work and then, you know, bring that knife down here so that I can have some of that. Mm-hmm. I don't blame her. Peanut butter is amazing. Oh I feel so sorry for people with peanut allergies. I'm like, oh my God, oh, that's I terrible. Know. Why? So bad. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a great topic. All right, we're going to do one more Would You Rather and then we're going to move on to What the Heck. So let's see uh, if we get okay. another good one. <laughs> all right laurie would you rather put ketchup or ranch dressing on everything you eat ketchup for sure i hate ranch dressing i don't oh ketchup on everything well ranch we might as well put slime on everything (laughs) (laughs) see and so for the hispanic side of me i mean everything is you know spice i need a little bit of ranch to cool that off because everything's already kind of like tomatoey you know what i mean so ketchup would just be overload for me so i'd have to do ranch Mm-hmm. I'm going ketchup. Like, nope. You know, <laughs> i think ranch is ranch is like if you don't have blue cheese and you're just looking for something because i can't stand ranch i'm like you don't do ranch on your pizza or your wings no it's not supposed to be that way (laughs) wings hot wings originated in new york and it was blue cheese not this crappy ranch i don't know who put that in there that's just wrong oh man (laughs) just like that video where i told you the guy was like pineapples don't belong on pizza done <laughs> ranch had never been invented i don't even know i'm sorry i'm sorry for all you ranch lovers out there i know you're going what's wrong with that but seriously yeah <laughs> like <laughs> who is this Lori? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna not listen to any more of her podcast <laughs> oh man too much fun all right what the heck we're gonna do a couple of these and then we will be getting close to closing out i know i'm sorry 
<laughs> well, I do have to have dinner sometime. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, Lori, what the heck? Let's see. Have you ever had a weird Uber experience? Um, well, my best friend made it weird, kind of. We we wanted to go to Redondo Beach to buy toe rings. <laughs> because... <laughs> 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 already <laughs> because well this was a, this was a couple few years ago and there was a place on redondo beach um that they fit you for your toe rings and they're you know they're silver or gold or you know sterling silver or you know 14 karat gold or 10 karat gold i don't remember i always got the silver ones and and you can they have different I don't know, sizes and widths and designs. It's really fancy. So I told her about that place because I liked to wear toe rings. And we decided we were going to go. But it's kind of far from where we both live. So she came out to my place and we took an Uber there. And we decided to do the ride share Uber. And everybody who got in the car, she would strike up a conversation. She would be all flirty. She'd be, they didn't want to leave. It was like one guy wanted to come with us to the beach instead of going where he was going to go. I mean, she's she is the complete social butterfly. I mean, she could strike up a conversation with anyone, no matter how cranky or cratchety they are, she could break the ice and make them just fall in love with her. She's amazing. And so it was it was weird because I was like, oh, my God, Cheryl, this isn't a stray dog. We can't take it home with us. And so, but that, was, that was it. It wasn't really awkward. It was just um, it was just my best friend being my best friend. But it was a little weird because uh, the guys are always very drawn to her. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if I have a weird Uber experience. Um, I guess one where we were, um, it was me, my buddy, and his girlfriend, and he rode up front with the Uber driver, and the conversation that they were carrying, I caught wind of it, and I mean, they got into some random conversations, so I'd probably say that was probably a weird moment because I'm like, um, me and his girlfriend were like just sitting there looking at each other like these guys act like they've known each other like the last 10 years or 20 years of their lives. So just um, it was just real random that they had so much in common and so much to talk about. So, yeah, I guess I was I, that's probably the weirdest moment that I've ever had. Well, let's consider ourselves lucky then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what the heck, Lori? Do you have a favorite coffee mug? If so, what's on it or what makes it your favorite? Oh, I just, you know, that's a thing. Coffee mugs are a thing, aren't they? People like to give them to you. You go to a vacation spot and you wind up with a coffee mug and then you're like with this like menagerie of coffee mugs like what am i gonna do with all these coffee mugs and i don't know i can't really say i have a favorite one but i do have one that i use a lot at work and it's well they're all disney ones i got at disneyland but recently um they had a glow-in-the-dark um skeleton for i think it was eccc uh funko this is funko now and um it was <clears throat> a limited piece 
And I won the lottery for that. And I was so scared I wasn't going to get it. And I had, um, I had my iced coffee that morning and I had grabbed a mug and I didn't even realize which one it was. And then I sat down getting ready to get in the lottery and I realized it was the Pirates of the Caribbean mug and it had a skeleton on it. And, and then all of a sudden I just knew I was going to score that skeleton. And I did. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> and jealous too, because I love Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, if you go to Disneyland, they have tons of them, you know, not the one that the one I have glows in the dark, but they have ones that look exactly like it. They just don't glow. And he's really, really cool. Have you not seen that one? I have not seen that one. You're going to have to oh, send me photos. I'm going to send you a photo. I'm going to DM you a photo of this guy. He's so beautiful. Very cool. And I will be totally jealous of it because, I, like <laughs> I said, I do love that. And, oh, my God. Um, coffee mugs are, yeah, they're like a collector's thing. Um, they're also a great re-gift. <laughs> um, my favorite one that I have is one that my dad gave me. Um, I don't know where he found it, but um, my birthday is Dia de los Muertos. Oh, look yeah. at you. So pretty cool. Um, he found me a sugar skull. So it's a yellow mug with a beautiful painted sugar skull on it. And that's my absolutely favorite. So yeah back up to your birthday that is so cool <laughs> i think that's why i've always been in love with like all these like beautiful colors and stuff like um i have like a sleeve that i'm working on on my arm for tattoos and stuff and i've got like sugar skulls mixed in there my cousin april who used to be able to uh tattoo um she did mercy uh like a, fo a photo of mercy and she like designed it in a sugar skull it's absolutely beautiful love it wow that's really nice i yeah. just i love sugar skulls too but i don't have like a big meaning behind it like you do <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know just uh happened to fall on the day that it was going on so <laughs> that's really cool i'm i'm envious of your birthday i'm in the summer and i hate summer i hate the heat i can't stand it i'm like why was i born in the summer i hate yeah. it <laughs> it's like mom couldn't just hold me in a little bit longer <laughs> Yeah, right. I was born jaundiced. They could have left me there a little longer. Wasn't that cooking? <laughs> and you know what's funny is my grandmother is the day after, and she was literally hoping that my mom was gonna hold on just for a few more hours so that I could be born on her birthday. And yeah, it didn't happen. It was the day right before. <laughs> good you had you know two days of celebration so. yes okay. absolutely on top of the celebration <laughs> <laughs> all right what the heck what the heck is cereal soup why or why not what i'm, I'm sorry what what the heck is cereal soup why or why not um, I'm, yeah, I don't I'm can we go to the next one yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. I was like, cereal soup. Cereal soup. I don't know. For any listeners that know what yeah. that is, please let us know. And then yes. we'll, maybe we'll be able to answer it later on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I have no idea. I'm not going to take the time to Google it right now. <laughs> uh, 
Ooh, this is a good one. <laughs> God, no. I, I, <laughs> I feel like I sounded like Mrs. Doubtfire right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm picturing you. <laughs> what the heck, Lori? Have you ever been electrocuted? Um, like, well, obviously not seriously. I'm still here. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've accidentally stuck my finger in a, a, an outlet, but I did. Okay. This is, uh, here we go again, sharing way too much information. This is nasty. But, um, when I, when I was like, I don't know, was I high school or was I middle school? I got this thing on my foot and I didn't know what it was. And I found out, you know, that it was a planter's wart. Okay, those things are weird looking. And so we went to the podiatrist and and they did this thing where they put my foot in this water and they put an electric current through it. And that's how you killed it. So, yeah, I went every wow. week for I went a couple times a week or once a week or something for about a month and they killed it with, with by electrocuting it. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it was a low, low dose of electric. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm Frankenstein. But, um, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, I have. Thank oh you very much. <laughs> oh my god. So I've, <laughs> I've got a story for. Oh man. All right. So uh, hopefully, child services doesn't get called on my dad. I, I think uh -oh. we're already past that with my age. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, um, good old father of the year there. Um, so I was, God, I must have been like one, two years old maybe. I was walking. Um, so my dad was apparently watching me and taking care of me while my mom and, you know, she was out doing whatever. And um, my dad said that he was watching the TV and all of a sudden the, light, the lights flickered and he saw smoke go up. Um, well, when he ran around the, the couch to the corner, um, he saw me on the floor. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, I had got a hold of the keys and I jammed one up into the, into the, um, electric socket and gave myself no. a charge. So <laughs> hearing my dad oh. tell the story is way more funnier because, um, my grandma was almost put in jail at the hospital. <laughs> So my dad said that when he picked me up, my eyes were rolling like a slot machine and my hands were, my hands were, were burned. Um, so they rushed me to the hospital. My, the reason I say my grandma was almost put in the hospital is because she literally knocked the shit out of my dad when she spotted him. <laughs> um when they were you know tending to me and everything so they checked me out everything was good i had bandages you know i had you know i came out with mittens um you know from the bandages and everything that they put on my hands from the burn um but everything was fine my you know grandma almost got put in jail my dad got an ass kicking for it so i think you know everything kind of worked itself out but the funny part too is my dad is like, yeah. By the time we got you home, you had already pulled off all the wraps and everything. He's like, and you're, you know, you're, you were ready to go again. But my mom pretty much put my dad in babysitting jail for a few months. Uh, my dad had to kind of gain the trust back that he could watch me again. So, <laughs> wow. So was that your maternal or fraternal grandmother who was going to beat up your dad? That was maternal 
Ah, so okay, so that or, makes well, more sense. Yeah, that was his. That well. Was it? Was it his mom? It's his mom. Yeah. Oh, so it's maternal. <laughs> it's maternal. Yeah, I was like, hold on, Lori, you got me confused there for a second. <laughs> take out her own son oh yeah yeah she (laughs) she put a good whoop into him and yeah so he uh that's funny grandmas are the best yeah they are oh my god that's the one that was literally waiting for me to be born you know on her birthday so her and i were yeah we were extremely close i got so many stories with her but yeah that was that was one i had to share so there you go. Getting out another story here. We got, you know, that's what we do here on the Funkaholics podcast. We share stories. We tell stories. We love stories. Lori's had a lot of great stories for us. Lori, before yes? I let you go, you had told me something earlier that I completely spaced and that I wanted to talk about. But can you give us a heads up on this future podcast that you're going to be on <laughs> you you think you're slick <laughs> <laughs> uh yes it's um i don't know if anybody knows uh, sisters in plastic but uh steph uh, she reached out to me and in july i believe it's the 17th I'm going to be doing a video podcast, and that is going to probably kill me because I get so nervous on the audio <laughs> one. I just don't even know how I'm going to get through. And if you can see all the, I move my hands, I'm moving my my hair, I'm rubbing my face. I I'm just a big mess because I'm so nervous. <laughs> I can't imagine how I'm going to keep myself under control. I'm going to have to take some. I don't know. I'm going to have to smoke some pot or something before the podcast comes. <laughs> it's 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to have to. There's going to have to be something to calm me down and stop me from moving around so much because it's going to be like, is she okay? <laughs> Do you have palsy? I don't know. What's going on? <laughs> so I'm glad you can't see because I because I'm so nervous. I'm just. Uh, I'm talking with my hands. I just don't even know. I'm going to have to tie my hands up and put them behind the, the chair or something. I don't know <laughs> what I'm going to do. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are perfectly fine. Trust me. I do the same thing. Like, I am so animated over here when I'm talking on the podcast. There's nobody here that can see me other than Mercy. And, you know, she just gives me the look like, dude, do your thing, whatever. But um, a couple of things that I learned in the podcasting world and also doing videos you know for those of you that are nervous like Lori, but i'm also guilty i have the same problem i get very animated when i'm talking and um i don't know if you know of like those little like fidget buttons and stuff like that or um something that you can just have in your hands that you can play with um will kind of help that nervous tension that you got so i know there's one guy that um that i learned from that i follow in a in a podcast but he actually has a wrestling figurine that he carries carries around with him because he's very animated he's he gets nervous when he's on video or even when he's just talking on the podcast and you can literally hear him like you know turning and you know the you know doing things with the with the figurine so Something you might want to try, Lori? 
I'm gonna have to try something. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a really cool one that I used for a while. I forgot where I had found it, but it's got like little like buttons and things that you can adjust on. It almost looks like a like a cube or like a dice. Um, that one helped me out a lot. But then after that, like as I started doing this more, um, I got away from all that. Now I'm just kind of like. I just wave my hands and stuff like that, and um, the the roadcaster, this beautiful um, equipment that I have right here, it allows me to push a lot of buttons and stuff like that. So that kind of, you know, kind of takes care of that. <laughs> oh, I need something. I don't know. You know, one of those uh, play school things that they give to children, those activity. There you Get go. One of those. Put it on the- my lap. Make sure that <laughs> make sure that the video is only from like my neck up. <laughs> like it's a very awkward position you're in. Don't worry about it. It's really necessary. <laughs> Got to do this just so I can make it through the video. Now shut up. <laughs> I'm concentrating. <laughs> and I'm like I'm sitting here. This is what I'm commiserating about. I'm like okay, so I know I'm gonna want to have something to drink because I'll be doing this talking. But what do I do? I get a straw. Do I get a bottle? Do I get a cup? <laughs> What's going to look the less less weird when I have to take a drink? I'm like, oh, my God. I'm over here th- thinking about everything, and it's driving me nuts. <laughs> so a couple little things on that. Be careful having ice in there because you can hear it, um, you know, especially if they have a mic close to you or something like that. So that's one thing to steer away from. So whatever you're going to drink, make sure it's cold, whether you put it in the cup or whatever. But like I said, you kind of want to avoid it. You kind of want to avoid ice. Um, cause it just, it just, it just doesn't work. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, just a couple of things, but like I said, you know, even if you, oh, and then the other thing, water bottles, I have one here right next to me, but sometimes you'll have that one person that just loves to do that. <laughs> and that is not good. <laughs> it is not good at all. So, <laughs> oh, Lord, so much to think about and it should just be easy, you know, right. You, it, you, you would think it's just. Something simple, but, you know, there you go. There's just a couple of tips and tricks that you can use. Thank you. (laughs) You are absolutely welcome. And Lori, again, thank you from the bottom of my heart for being on the podcast and giving us us your time. I promise you I will get you and Sal scheduled so that we can have the three of us on here and we can have a meeting of the minds and we can just make some good old podcast love <laughs> well alrighty then <laughs> Woo! Yeah. i've been saying on some of the other episodes we're gonna go in hot and leave them wet so hey let's just keep the fire going <laughs> wow i tell you it's getting crazy <laughs> oh man but laurie again thank you so much for being on the podcast how can the funkaholics find you Oh, well, I am Pops in the Wild on Instagram. And if you want to see my crafty side, I'm Miniatures in the Wild on Instagram. Very cool. Thank you so much, guys. You are going to love her. Just just what she shares with us on the podcast. And then when you see her Instagram, it's just, it's just easy, guys. I promise you. All the beautiful colors on there, the beautiful photos, the time that she takes, the DIY projects. 
absolutely great and totally amazing. And that's why we have her on the Funkaholics podcast. So, (laughs) (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, you already know what time it is. You know what the deal is. I'm not going to go down the list. But I will tell you the spelling of the Funkaholics. That is F-U-N-K-A-H-O-L-I-K-S. Podcast and chill with us, guys. We are on every major podcast platform. And we're everywhere social media is. Thanks for joining us. We will see you soon. We will be back.